Hello and welcome to Lifetime in Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. Sam. <laughs> there we go. Sam is in Sam, the house with a beer. Sam's last name is, is actually, it's hard to pronounce, but it is... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How I roll? What can I say? Hey, yep. it's been a long time coming. I've been, I wanted to get Sam for Christmas, which I still will because that would be hilarious. But I had to mm-hmm. ease so her in. <laughs> so grumpy. So but grumpy. You, you can't have Sam just like jump into a Christmas. I think she might die. Um, yeah. So we, we had to do a good Lifetime, a Lifetime classic movie. Sam... You don't watch a lot of Lifetime, I, I take no, it. No, no, and it took me four tries to get through this one, so <laughs> okay. just to let you know. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Four tries. Wow. Four tries. You're very committed. I appreciate the commitment. Mm-hmm. I took um, <laughs> You yeah. had to take a shower. You started one, you're like, mm, I got to take, take a shower. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, Drew, the movie today is a Lifetime classic. It is mm-hmm. called Stalked by my doctor. Oh no. Uh oh. And this for real started like a whole franchise. There's like stalked by my doctor, stalked by by my doctor the return, stalked by my doctor uh, revenge. Patient revenge, stalked Mm -hmm. by my doctor, sleepwalker nightmare or something. I mean, (laughs) it gets crazy. It gets crazy. Awesome. Uh, all Hell starring yeah. Eric Roberts, who we know, Julia Roberts' brother. Yeah, dude. Academy no, Award nominee, Eric Roberts. Big time, man. He's all over. He's yeah. the third the most prolific actor in all time. Really? Yes. It's yeah. insane. His IMDb is crazy yeah he's just in like everything like he's in every movie i've ever seen i think he must be a good guy and everyone likes working with him because dude never stops right ever nuts well and he's and he's a good actor like he's you know he's he's good at acting exactly well and the great thing about him is that for a lifetime movie he knows he's in a lifetime movie so it gets a little crazy yeah Yeah, it's pretty nice like yeah he's good i enjoy him Movie also stars Brianna Joy Comer and Deborah Zoe. Mm-hmm. You know, those old faves. Yeah. <laughs> They're just the best. <laughs> so, jumping into the movie, Sam, I didn't say this before we started recording, but I'll kind of run through plot points and you interject with, like, this was crazy or whatever, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. I usually, like, watch the movie right before. Uh, recording, but it's been like a crazy week and yep, yep. I, I didn't. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. You know, it's my remembering of what happened. It might not have been what I have notes. <laughs> oh, good. There we go. Yep. So the movie starts out. We uh, are in like an expensive, like fancy restaurant and like jazz music is playing. So slow jazz. So, so slow. The diners are all drinking martinis, like that type of vibe. Is it like do do ding do do? You know what? I think you are the composer, Drew. That, those, yeah, uh, I wrote the music uh, for this. Right yeah. there, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And we have 
Dr. Albert Beck. That's Eric Roberts. And he's waiting for his date. He like had an online date and um, he's waiting for her to come. Then he gets a phone call and she's like, not happening. Like, you think it's going to be, like, a surgery, being like, oh, we need you, doctor, whoever. But no, it's the date being like, don't contact me ever again. I'm blocking you on social media. You're crazy. Whoa. And there's, like, no setup for this, by the way. It's just, like, all hot, like, just all of a sudden, she's like, step off, motherfucker. And he's all pissed. So. Yeah. And you would think, like, you're in the middle of a movie or whatever, because... It, it's no intro. Just out, of, out of nowhere but <laughs> he gets so angry he j- like jumps into his car and starts speeding his car on the highway 120 miles an hour screaming and like hitting the steering wheel yep. you know and then we get oh. the title card stalked by my doctor oh dun, no. dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then immediately cut to like the most peppy happy music you've ever heard in your life uh, like so generic, like mid two thousands music too, or two thousand teens, right? This was twenty seventeen or twenty fifteen. It was filmed. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Like, generic pop. Yep. Oh, okay. We meet. We meet Sophie. There, she's at high school, and she has her friend Caitlin. Um, they have like little boyfriends who are playing soccer, and they're like watching. You know, it's like a like an MTV special <laughs> type mm-hmm. of vibe. And Caitlin gets accepted into college, and Sophie also gets, they're, like, going to college, they're, like, living their best lives. Yeah, but Um, Sophie was like, I'm too scared to open my letter, so then Caitlin was like, I'll open it for you, and it went through this quintessential, like, I'm sorry to tell you, and then it was the sad moment, and then she springs it up with, like, you've been accepted! It was so dumb, and I I just hated it. That was (laughs) was point one, where I had to turn it off by the way. So I was wow. like, oh. And you had to like go outside and you just had to sit. Yeah. 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 I, actually, I think that time I took a stroll around the apartment and I stopped and looked at Jer for a little bit without mm-hmm. saying anything. And then I just walked sure. away and turned it back on. There you go. <laughs> so, well, because okay. that scene also has nothing to do with anything. So it's just yeah. like, it's you're learning characters names which is important in a lifetime movie and then you're that's it you know so they're gonna be roommates in college it's gonna be great sophie and uh ryan her boyfriend are gonna go like for a drive they're gonna go to a party or whatever and he's like texting and driving well wait first they're making out and driving right which is fine they're dead it it comes into play in my mind yeah because you know (laughs) Making out and driving, totally fine. I don't see PSEs about that. But texting and driving, very shameful. Mm-hmm. And she's yep. like, don't text and drive. And he's like, what's the worst that can happen? And then they like immediately get into a car crash. Literally the worst thing? Yeah. It's, you know. <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. The worst this thing. This whole movie is a don't humans... text and drive commercial. That's really what this movie is. You know, you know good. Giant PSA. Good. Well, I'm and you, you really shouldn't text and drive everyone so just so we are clear if if you're listening to this podcast in your car and you're texting your friend to listen to the episode please pull over you know just pull over just pull over Uh, just wait a minute just wait a minute yeah yeah we're not going anywhere we're not going anywhere (laughs) so dr beck uh is a cardiologist and he is like tasked with fixing sophie because i guess somehow in the car accident she hurts her heart or something 
Very vague. Very vague medical. The whole th- the whole medical thing is very vague. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's a cardiologist. He's not like a chief cardiac surgeon, which is actually a really big differentiating point that they don't really even touch on. But whatever. He would not mm-hmm. have surgery, long story short. Right. Yeah. It's a lifetime movie. The medical the medical stuff is very lo- fast and loose. We is. had a, a PA, a physician's assistant uh, thing that <laughs> happened on this podcast where we, like, didn't know what that was at all. And we still don't because we're only going from what Lifetime tells us, you know? That's all we know. The only things we know is from Lifetime. Yeah. So I'll scratch my medical notes that I made. Oh, no. Your (laughs) medical notes. Oh, no. They're good. They're good. good. We just aren't very educated. So if you know more, please tell us. That's important. Mm -hmm. Uh, After he shouts a bunch of medical jargon, the doctor, uh, like it was Eric Roberts just being like, scalpel. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, It was great. It was great. And then he asked Sophie, he's like, hey, do you like sushi? Yeah. And like, when you feel better, I'm going to take patient? you out. Yeah. Like she's, li- she's yeah. lying in the hospital. Like like the ER. She's about to go into like major, major surgery. Like her parents like are on their way in. And he's like, your daughter is going to die because like her rib broke and punctured her heart or an artery. Like you said, very vague. What actually happened? Is he, is uh, he trying to like comfort her or like no, distract her? He's asking her out on a date. Well, he's hoodwinking her, basically, because, like, she also, like, the whole statement is, like, you really can't talk right now because you're in an extreme amount of pain. So he's like, we're going to go out for sushi. And she's like, mm. she's right. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I would be dying. 100% down for a sushi date with Eric Roberts. By the way, sure. Eric, if you're listening, <laughs> you want to take me out for sushi, I'm down 100%. So, since Sophie can't consent to that, she her surgery, her ambiguous surgery goes well. Uh, she's on the road to recovery. He comes into her room, and then he like does this really weird thing where he like tr- she's like asleep or like yeah, she's medical- still knocked out. She's yeah. under. Because- He's like tracing her face, yeah. her finger, and then he like kisses her. Super creepy. He kisses her while she's passed out. Yeah. God. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, this was made before sure. Me Too movement, and it's, like, extra creepy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Everything about this is, like, creepy and then beyond creepy. It's like, oh, why? I, th- I think it's weird, like, watching shows and movies now, like, where even, like, what creeps me out now is, like, why aren't these people wearing masks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I do that all the time. It's so weird. Like, it's weird. I'm like, oh, wait, this is, wait. Yeah, this, this is before gotta, times. This is this before is, times. We're, this is we're before, in, yeah. We're right. This is before right. Trash World began. Yep, yep. yep. So <laughs> Dr. Beck goes on another date with, like, a Wilson Phillips oh, oh, reject. Wait, you're, missing, you're missing something. This is what. This is why you're here, Sam. You're- so, <laughs> so, so he kisses her when she's still under and then her parents come in and he shakes the dad's hand and his dad is like, or her dad is like, uh, you know, thank you for saving my daughter. And her mom turns around and this was, the, this was the second point I had to take a pause uh, because the mom turns around and was like, thank you for saving my daughter. I wish, you know, if she were awake right now, I'm sure she would just want to give you a kiss. So I'm going to give you a kiss. So she like jumps on him, plants one on him. And he's all like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool, right? And then we go to the next date scene. Yes. Like in front of the dad? 
Yes, in front of the dad, in front of everything. Like, this is her, like, 18-year-old daughter, we're presuming, because she just got accepted into college. Mm -hmm. It's not. For for legal reasons, she's 18. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just so it's not that creepy. It's not. So it's not on that end of things. Right, thank God. Right. Um, But the dad also is, like, he doesn't care about anything and he's just like there in the movie like in the background the whole time <laughs> yeah yeah, oh, uh, from, yeah we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to it <laughs> so on the date very important picture the the girl from wilson phillips who's not carney and that's who it is she's got like the bowl cut you know and uh dr beck's like showing her <laughs> pictures he's like i i have a mansion in mexico in cabo oh, and he's like Quit your job, start a family with me, raise my children, ha- let's have babies. Because that's like, the biggest thing you want on a first date. It's like, they're my children, right? Like, that is, so, yes, it's escalating the creepy factor. And, and she's it, like, you're a, a fucking weirdo. Yeah. You need to go see a therapist. You know <laughs> yeah. And you're a, you're a bad person. Well, exactly. And well, and he keeps coming on to it too. Like he doesn't like, oh, okay, we're done. Like no social hints at all. No, he's just like, do it, do it. And he's like, you know, it's weird. This has happened to me before. Uh, can you tell me why? Like you're leaving, and she's like, I'm leaving because you're really creeping me out. And then she like gets up, she grabs her purse, she's going to the door, and he calls after. He's like, well, you're a fat ass bitch. Yeah, like I just, <laughs> just random, random, like. In front of the whole restaurant and like everyone, yeah. like in the well, you're ugly, yeah. It, it was it, crazy, it's nuts. And like everyone in the restaurant, just like the slow turn, but not yeah. no one is interjecting, they're just like, Oh, that man is being crazy to a woman, we're going to sit politely and ignore this. It's like an episode of What Would You Do with John Quinones? He's like <laughs> waiting for people to like pop out and be like, That's not right, and that's what I would do if I was there, but no, like. Dr. Beck chases the woman outside. She's like getting really scared. And she's like, this is crazy. Like, do not touch me. Like, leave me alone. Um, and then he's like, well, it doesn't matter because I wasn't interested in you anyways. Well, and that's when he's also like, I have a girl already. It's Sophie. She's 18 and she's beautiful and like even more creepy. So we're just like escalating the creepy factor. It's like he's one upping himself at this point. Right. And we're only Good like literally God. four scenes into the movie. This is in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you're kind of like, it's kind of like at this point, it's like, I get it. He's the villain. Right. I get it. Thank you. Yes. And they don't, back, they don't back down from that, Drew. This like, this movie like takes a villain and like pushes it to the extreme. Yes. <laughs> there is so, no stopping Dr. Beck. We are back in the hospital. Sophie is recovering, but she's banged up. You know, she's got like bruises and stuff, but she's still like, you know, pretty. And uh, without gloves on, he like yeah. puts ointment on her scars. like Which is mysteriously like, on her abdomen. I'm very confused how that works. Like your heart is not actually like in your stomach. I maybe mean, they did a wait, laparoscop- laparoscopic something, something through the belly and they go up through the belly and I like, get it and into the heart and through your butthole and then back into your back and that, into your that's lungs it. and then your heart like Dr. Beck you should be chief cardiac surgeon or hey I know I know the body well you know, know the body the sensors were like you cannot show boobies at lifetime so they were like, let's so show it let's show a navel down yes but so, it, it was super weird 
It was very weird. And I he's think like, she could have also gotten like cut at her stomach too. Sure. Yes. He's like asking her about her boyfriend. He's like, and she's like, you know, uh, I'm just worried about being horribly disfigured. And he's like, you'll always be beautiful to me. Also, like the cuts on her face were like three tiny nicks. Right? Yes. Like there was no like horrible Ew. disfigurement. Like disgusting. Three. Th- yeah, I know. Off. Done forever. Good. Done. Clearly not worth anyone's time. Get right? her away from me. So well, like, overemphasis also on like, <laughs> physical appearance. Whatever. Yeah. It, whatever. Blah blah blah. So the Sweet. mom is also Ugh. like she isn't there for the, the examination, but she comes back and she's like. Oh, the doctor was in here without me. I don't like that. You need to like have a female present in the room when you're with a doctor. Critical plot point because this is the moment the mom decides that Doctor Beck might be a little creepy, right? Mm-hmm. Which definitely comes to play a little bit later as things start to escalate. So from here on out, she's like, I don't like Doctor Beck. Right? Yeah, she knows something's going on, and that. And she gives good advice. So, like, do not be alone with, like, a doctor in a room. You know, have someone else there. Be like, I'm right. not comfortable with this. That's sound advice for anybody. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, let's all remember that for ourselves. And if you feel uncomfortable in the doctor's office, you need to say something. Okay? Mm-hmm. Life lessons mm-hmm. by Patrick. There, there you go. <laughs> and Patrick's been in, in a doctor's office. Oh, I don't know how many times. Many, many doctor's times? office, and I've never felt uncomfortable because they're always very good. You know, good. So well, many you're times. Not seeing Doctor Buck. I'm not seeing Doctor Buck, but if he wants to take me to sushi, I am down. <laughs> so Sophie's released from the hospital. She visits her boyfriend, who's been avoiding her and didn't visit her in the hospital, and he's basically is like, "Well, I didn't." I didn't know like I didn't want you to be like seeing me like banged up and I like he's kind of like a lame boyfriend yeah he's like yeah. playing video games with his feet up on his couch like when she comes into his room he's like leave me alone mom like super dick like, not a good like boyfriend a South, South Park character oh you got yeah like <laughs> like like he's Eric That's Cartman cool. or something like totally. I'm, I'm cheesy poops um, like, oh, you had three scars on your face? Good gosh. I'm going to play modern warfare. Oh, that was exactly it. So she was like trying to talk to him, and that's what he was doing. So, mm-hmm. yes. Character development. So now it's the point in the movie where we start getting like fantasy sequences oh, from yeah. Dr. Beck. Point three, I had to take a pause. So he <laughs> has a fantasy sequence. Where this happens a lot in these movies, Drew. All the stocked by my doctor movies have sequences where he has very steamy sex scenes with the protagonist, the female protagonist. Yeah. But they're all in his brain. Yeah. So he has like a sex scene with this teenager. And then we find out that it's not real. And it was just him like reading a lot. He wrote to think this is a this is a trope in all movies that I hate. I hate it, too. The most I hate. Uh, I like I hate unless it's like funny and on purpose and weird and whatever yeah like I hate fantasy scenes and I hate dream sequences yeah like I don't I don't give a shit I don't give a shit I agree like even if it's supposed to like show like Mm -mm. ooh, it's foreshadowing I'm like no you're ruining it nope you ruin everything when you show me well, a dream sequence because it discredits it discredits the storytelling. You're like, yes. I don't believe anything now. Is this right. all? Is this whole movie a dream sequence, which has happened in Lifetime movies? And I guess no. Shut up, really. 
Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh God, why? So I can't. I can't with the like, dream sequences. <gasps> and someone wakes up. It's like so horrible. And so, oh, be like, oh, your dream. That was your dream. You made At me least watch your, it's put like, it's like a filter on it. Do like a blue filter Something. so I know it's a dream, and I then I can a fog machine. Or yes. make it like. Like, where that, where Yeah, yeah, like, do, do something to, like, change the way we perceive it. But, yeah. But even that, don't, though. No, I, I'm not. <laughs> no. A, Still don't. You're right. I, I'm not a fan of those either, but. I think it's a really lazy way to, like, ha- like make a story move forward. It just is like, mm-hmm. I don't. Well, and it's, it's not like, even moving the story forward. No. Exactly. It, it's it's literally like having someone explain a dream to you that they had. Yes. Well, I had a weird dream. Like, I don't well, it's like weird character development, but we've already like very clearly established that Doctor Beck is a complete asshole, right? Right. So I don't have to see like his fantasies, and we don't need to like have this. It, it, that's that's what we were saying. It becomes like this one-upmanship with with itself. So yeah. uh, where he's like, where like he's, he's fucking a horse, pretty much. He's like, right? Like what? <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? So this guy is really fucked up. Yeah, right. He's but, he's fucking a duck and a horse at the same time. And I, oh my okay. god. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. So, uh, Doctor Beck stalks is starting to stalk Sophie now. They run into each other at the ball, and Caitlin, the friend, is like, "Oh, this is so cool! Like you're friends with your doctor." Um, but it's like kind of weird because you know she's a teenager, and he, he like to a movie. Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna go see a movie." Don't. I'm not inviting you, Caitlin. I'm not inviting you. I'm yeah, only inviting. He did not invite Caitlin. Like he, like it, she wasn't there. But in my re- recollection of the movie, he points at her and he's like, "Not you. I'm talking to Sophie. You're invited much. to the movie." That is pretty much spot on, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, Sophie's like, I have to do homework, and I'm not going to a movie with um, Eric Roberts. But Eric Roberts, if you would like to take me to a movie and then mm-hmm. uh, take me to sushi, I will mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Sushi okay. and then a movie. Yep. You know. Right. Sounds uh, like a good date. Actually, I wouldn't go now in these times, but I would go in like 2022. Okay. Right. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. So anyways, um, Dr. Beck goes into an alley. He's rejected. He cries and like smashes boxes. Yes. He's flailing around and like ridiculously Kicking trash. Yelling. And he's he's yelling, "I am a doctor!" Like, <laughs> of all the things you're going to yell repeatedly, not. Like- I mean, if I was if I was a doctor, I would just I would always yell that. Yeah. Like, no matter what, in any in any situ- in any argument, any situation, I would just yell, "I'm, I'm a doctor!" doctor! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was absurd. It was I'd like I thought that was the fantasy sequence actually because I was like, "This is so unbelievable." Nope, that's just a Lifetime movie, yeah, Sam. Yep. That is what happens in Lifetime. See, this was my first Lifetime movie, so it was an adventure. Right, mm-hmm. totally. Okay. So yep. um, he breaks into Sophie's house. He gets into her bed. He has another fantasy sequence about Sophie and lingerie mounting him and kissing him. And the yeah. actress is really doing this. An ostrich was involved, and then their fucking ostrich <laughs> legged an egg, and he fucked no. the egg. No, no, oh. Okay. <laughs> then he but, ate it, scrambled it omelets. He scrambled it. What's That's funny right. here is that, like, it's implied that he's like was masturbating. You know? Yeah. It. it, it I mean, I think it was more than implied. I think that was like you know, skywriting was happening. There was there was no implication. It was very clear. 
Yeah, it was just like very uncomfortable because like that's weird. Um, uncomfortable. Like that is weird, even for Lifetime. Even lifetime for doesn't lifetime, really touch like, up on masturbation. I don't much. need to see a masturbation scene. Yeah, no one does. No one does. No one should ever, ever. I mean, masturbating is fine. I mean, if you should do look, that, if you're watching porn, <laughs> but, if that's your thing, you want to watch people right, masturbate right, on porn, whatever. Go, man, but do like, it. Do it. That's your business. But I don't need it in a Lifetime movie, no. and I don't need it in someone else's bed. That's just weird. Oh, beer too. Beer too. So. Uh, the last name. Sam's last name. Beartooth. Yes. Sophie comes home and almost catches Dr. Beck in her bed. She has Ryan with him and he, like, Dr. Yeah, Beck he goes in. weirdly hiding in the closet. Yeah. Like, in, he Instead of leaving, he hides in a closet. And she's like, why is my room messy? Like, wouldn't you, listen, it looked like her room was fucking pristine when he broke in. And then yeah. it's like. The, I, everything is moved around. The blankets are all a tussle because he was in her bed jerking off. Yep. Whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. If I walked in and <laughs> saw that, I'd be like, hmm, we're going to take a pause from this conversation because some shit has gone down. Exactly. I know people move my shit. Well, that is when you call the cops. Yes. That is when we need a cop. Yes. Instead that of calling the cops, though. The thing is when we need a cop. They sit down and they talk about God being a woman. Yeah. I, weird. Very I random. Very random. Yep, doesn't doesn't come back. Nope. <laughs> just cut that whole scene. Um, <laughs> and then Ryan gives uh, Sophie his grandma's ring, okay? Because this is important, Drew. You need to remember the grandma's ring is like very ornate and like a grandma ring. It's and then they mm-hmm. they make out, and she's like, "Oh my god, this means that we're together again and we're friends." Um, kind of like pre-engaged, engaged. I don't yeah. know. It, it basically the like doctor gave grandma's- him. No, the boyfriend, Ryan, Boyf- the, de- oh, oh, okay. the South Park right. character. <laughs> it, it was like a promise ring, right? Here's my ring or whatever. Here's my promise ring. Ugh. Ugh, promise. So we cut to the mall again. Modern warfare. You know, teenagers hang out in the mall in 2015. Yep. And Dr. Beck gives Sophie an American girl doll. Yeah, weird. And Ugh. that's weird. But what's weirder is Sophie's like, how did you know I love these? Also, she's 18 years old. Girl, give it up. Like, stop with dolls. I honestly, like, uh, American Girl is not like a collector's item. I mean, some of them kind of are. Or that's They're marketing. weird. They're weird. I will say this, though. I will say this. An 18-year-old girl is still a child. It is still weird to me that 18 is, like, the adult age. Because it's not. Fair, They're still fair. children. Very true. So, and that's why I think I, I could, like... I would assume that any 18-year-old girl who loved the American Doll girls when they were like 16 or 15 still love them at 18, and that means they're they're still children. Like they are. Yeah, probably. I your mean, brain is still a child brain. Well, like you don't have- she rejects the doll. She's like, yeah. "No, thank you. This is creepy." And then we get another scene of Doctor Beck having a freak out, like tearing the doll apart, being like, "I'm a doctor." Head. He's like stomping on the doll's head in his bathroom. And it's this weird, like, I don't know if they were trying to be kind of a little art house with it, but, like, it really was this weird, like, cut scene of him, like, dismembering this, like, very beautiful doll and who, who looks very young, and then his heel, like, repeatedly beating down on the head. And I was like, what? Oh, man. Intense. They just keep going, huh? They just keep yeah. going with how crazy he is. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. So Sophie sits down with her parents, and she's like, guys, like, uh... 
this doctor is stalking me. I feel uncomfortable. It's like a middle schooler trying to have trying to lose his virginity. That's a quote. Like, yep, yep. That's a, yeah, that was. That's a weird. That's a weird thing to say. It's um, to your parents, like you know, right? Wanna, you presumably the conversation should be like, I am uncomfortable with this, and I feel like he's paying too much attention to me. That should pretty much be the conversation. Yep. Like and, not having to quantify it, but whatever. Right, cool. Getting a gun. Uh, calling the cops. The, yeah, the mom is like very much on board with like, this is terrible. Let's yep. change doctors. The dad's like, oh, he's not that bad. He's Eric Roberts. He literally says, <laughs> "Boys will be boys. She should learn to deal with this. She's a beautiful woman," which is bullshit. Even two thousand fifteen. Correct. That Awful. is not correct. That's terrible. That's why the dad is trash garbage. So the dad's a villain in this. Pretty much. <laughs> well, he's like a passive villain because, like, his his conceit was, you know, he's one of the best cardiologists in, like, the tri-state area, which, you know, in California, there's also, like, a whole fuck ton of, like, actually very qualified doctors. So, whatever, man. Um, but he was like, he's He just wants his girl to be married, married to a doctor. Yeah, he should marry Dr. Beck. Whatever. Yeah, he exactly. Should, he, you do it, dude. So, Dr. Beck is mad that uh, the mom is like, you cannot treat my daughter. So he uh, pulls up her medical records and finds out she's allergic to penicillin. And then he ships her some penicillin. Yeah, he swaps uh, pill, like, like pills, estrogen. Like, like I think it was like a premenopausal or whatever pill. And he basically like swaps it so she gets the wrong shit and almost dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a terrible reaction Bullshit. to the pills. Um, Sophie but finds her mother like walk out. I mean, yes, with support, but. It was very. It was a very low key um, poisoning, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> low key poison. Yeah, I mean, she was clearly uncomfortable, but like, oh, like bad stomach cramps, sort of uncomfortable. And I'm. I prefer a low key poisoning. Not, yeah. not. Oh my god, I'm in a coma. Fine. Like, oh man, <laughs> right? Not, not feeling great. But she, <laughs> yeah. she gets admitted to the hospital, so and then Sophie has another reason to be around Doctor Beck, and he's like, "You did a good job. You saved your mom's life." And she's like walking to the her car in a parking garage, which you never want to be in a Lifetime movie. And she gets no. chloroformed, of course. Mm-hmm. But she manages to get away and like get into her car. And they have a high-speed chase scene yeah. in a parking garage. Which, okay, so I just want to okay, look in that for a second. I think that's why they had to have the opening establishing shot that his car could speed that fast. That's the only rationale that I have, is that we needed to establish... His car was a sports car. Right. He was a stunt, he was a stunt man, driver, yeah. stunt driver. Yes, yes. Pretty much, because he rams the car into Sophie's car. He breaks the window with a tire iron, and he grabs her. Yeah. You know, forms her again. Smart. Grabs Smart. her. You know, because the first time didn't take. So one hell of a yes. cardiologist and doctor there. Oh, that's pretty. Like pretty. Because chloroform is like it's one of those things like in, used in movies so much, mm-hmm. but like chloroform actually will. It'll wake up fairly it'll make quick. it'll make you pass out, but as soon as you start breathing again without the chloroform on you, you're you're fine. Uh, you're I awake. Mean, not right. probably not feeling great, but no, uh, but you're awake now. Like yeah. it's like oh shit, what the fuck? So that's so, also when he lights her car on fire. Yeah, because mm. we we basically get gotta light that car on fire though. We gotta come back from it. like commercial okay. and it's like she's dead. Like Sophie's dead, and I'm like what? Like yeah. 
I'm like, no, like she's the protagonist of the movie. She's not dead, but they play it like she's really dead. We get like a sad montage of the car burning and then the news report, yeah. like doing a montage. Like, oh, and it's a montage a horrible of- news report too. It's like really bad superimposed graphics of like, here's a burning car with this really bad subtitles. And the mom is like, they pan out and the mom is like, oh, I'm so upset. It's, yeah it's <laughs> and the parents identify the body and blah 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 and ryan's up by the way so the body mind you uh the doctor stole from the mortuary yeah um, so there was okay. just a literally burned body to a crisp so what they identified mm, clearly not dental records clearly they didn't try to pull any latent prints i mean you can actually do that but whatever they like did not do any post-mortem they were like hey is this burned up chicken wing your daughter yes that's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what it well, was it sort of detective it sort of looks like a chicken wing nah i know it's a woman it's, that we're gonna see it's next. a person that's it's it a person so uh we see her she's sophie's actually alive she's uh tied to a bed and gagged and he's drugging her, and he's going to take her to Mexico. Well, da, da, da. he brings her breakfast, which is like mashed potatoes and chicken. Well, Sam, mm. you're uh, you're in the theater. Don't you know, on stage, all you do is put food coloring and mashed potatoes, and then it's a turkey. No, but you know? like they hit, so he walks up. This, that's true. That is 100% true. But uh, like they have this weird shot where he's walking up the stairs carrying this plate of food, and you like very clear that it clearly see mashed potatoes and like a turkey or a chicken like sliced chicken almost like it's a dinner but if you Mm -hmm. look at like the angle of the sun and stuff it's also very clearly morning so i don't know what he was eating the night before or what was happening hey man you got some leftovers yeah i love (laughs) leftovers (laughs) that's true that's true um he's like i'm not gonna cook so right ryan the boyfriend realizes that the body like uh, like he goes to the he's like something's weird something's fucky with this he goes to talk to the nurse and he's like they <laughs> it give looks him... like a chicken yeah it looks did like anyone a chicken notice that uh, I'm just he, a stupid he kid gets, that like, plays the modern bag Marvel. of like her remains or whatever and the ring is not his grandma's ring yes that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the linchpin it is the and whole he... plot crux right there, there. Yep. it is he talks there to Sophie's is. mom she's like you're right they like go talk to Dr. Beck and they like accuse him. They're like, you did something. And he's like, I didn't, I didn't. But um, he had, like, like when they knocked on the door, he he like looked out his window and he was like, oh shit, it's the mom and boyfriend. I better chloroform her again and throw her in like this tiny trunk. Right. Uh, well, Cause I think he was going to take her to Mexico, Sophie. Yeah. But... I, I, I think that was the end goal. But so, okay. They he sends them away. He's like they like search the premises and find nothing, and then Sophie decides like she her tactic will be to pretend to be in love with him suddenly, and she's Random, like, because that ha- has ever worked with kidnapping, but oh, right, it happens a lot in Lifetime movies actually. Oh, um, God. I know, I know, it's awful. What a so, horrible world you've put me in, Patrick. By well, the way. I just want to point that out. You, you, it it, it is. It it's is. not, but it's not real. It's not real. It's not but real. she's maybe like, a little bit. She calls him an expert on her body because he's the surgeon, and uh, she's like, yes. "I want you to like touch my body." Yeah, it was weird. That it was, was really weird. It was around there that I had to turn, or take a pause again, and be like, "Okay, I need to start drinking now." Well, yeah, go outside. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. light a fire. Everything before that, that's when I just started drinking more rapidly. 
I was going to say, that's your mistake. You have to watch these while drinking. (laughs) Was, but it takes a while to walk from my living room to the kitchen. So that's when I was like, I should just get three. Very fair, very fair. (laughs) So she like is making out with him or whatever, gets her hands untied and grabs a steak knife and tries to stab him. And she's like, I hate you. I hate you. But he overpowers her and reties her. And then he's he's crying. should have gone for the dick. Should have gone for the dick. And he go- he goes into a crazy monologue, and I wrote the monologue down, Drew, because it's iconic. It's like Ooh, a- yeah, it's okay. good. It's good. Are you going to read it? I'm going to read you it. Gonna do a, okay. You're doing a reading right now? I'm, okay. I can't do it as good as Eric Roberts, but I will read it. Yes. So he says, I gave you your life, and I can easily take it away. I can reach in your chest and uh, make the heart do anything I want. Uh you want to stab me? I'll take your arms. You want to run from me? I'll take your legs. You want to scream at me? I'll take your voice. And then you will need me to take care of you for the rest of your life. Because who's going to want an armless, legless mute like you? Who uses the word mute, by the way? I just I know. want to throw that out there. That, that also was a very mo- that, that was a moment for me where I was like, um... It's a dated. Really? A mute? Yeah, like. (laughs) It's like. I don't know. I actually don't. I don't know what. Like, what is that called now? Like, what's the word for, like, someone who can't speak? Quiet? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Because I I feel like that's, like, where instead of deaf, you say hearing impaired. Correct. Or vocally impaired, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Like, don't. I don't. Like, I feel like there's a new. You know, you don't say the R word. You say mentally challenged or mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Yes. So, like, you, so I'm wondering. Like, I I actually don't know if there's a word for mute. If I'm saying it and it offends anyone, I'm sorry. Please let us know if there's a different word for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea because it's not something that we talk about a lot in culture. So, no, interesting. No, I, well, it's probably pretty rare, though. I I, I imagine, right? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, look, I, I don't know anything. Don't know. Uh, so Sophie <laughs> realizes she's like about to be in a very dangerous situation. Yeah, because he had like busted out like so after his monologue, surgery. he was storming downstairs and he starts setting up on his kitchen counter like a surgery station, which involves mm. like scalpels and tools, which is fine. Um, but you generally can't take that from a hospital. So whatever. But then he also was spreading out like napkins. Like <laughs> tiny napkins, as if that was going to absorb the um, oh massive God. amounts of blood of, <laughs> you know, dismembering a human being. But napkins. Uh, I, I, I was kind of like intrigued by that. I was like, "Where are you going with this, buddy? Like, what, where are you going with the napkins, your, bro? What is your game plan here <laughs> on a on a kitchen counter, a very nice granite counter? I'll give you, and what yes. looks like a developing neighborhood. Uh, they always have the best houses in Lifetime. Yeah, it looked beautiful, but I was like, that, that's going to leave a few stains, and those yeah. napkins aren't going to cut it. Cotton, <laughs> silk, or not, not, not well, a I feel like, man. I've, I feel like all these movies, they just it's the producer's house that they use, because the producer's yeah. just use my house. Like, I don't... Yeah, <laughs> it's use, true. I, it's we true. don't need to spend money on a house. I, I got a fucking house. We can use, use right, my house. Just fucking right here. I'll move some shit. I gotta save, we can save some money. Boom. Probably not my place. Use my house. It's not... So wouldn't be my place. <laughs> Sophie like fights Doctor Beck. She like hits him with a lamp, knees him in the balls, beats him with the golf club. She's going all tactics of 
fighting for her life. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. but I, I just want to point out that, like, when she was in the bed, she did not have shoes on. At some point between her escaping and running down the stairs, she found a pair of shoes and slipped them on. I don't know where they came from. That actually really bothered me. I was like, I, 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 I don't blame you. I don't, I don't like walking around barefoot either. But why would you stop to find shoes if you're escaping? Yes. I mean, and it's nice. Sho- you got to find the best shoes. Yeah, and they if and you're they running fit perfectly. Hey, you know, it happens. Uh, well, <laughs> escape she does. She escapes, and this was a nice little darkly comedic moment uh, that I don't really see in Lifetime a lot. She gets to her house and they're having a memorial service for her yeah (laughs) and she like walks into the room and she sees the picture and they're like eulogizing her and then like everybody's like oh my god she's She's here like a a woman like faints and it felt like a medea i felt like a medea family reunion type of movie (laughs) yeah it did like yes there was a woman who fainted there was someone who was like doing almost the slow clap of like I don't know where she came from. Fuck she yeah. Why yeah. Police, by the way, at no point did anybody think to call like an actual authority or a lawyer or anything. None of that. Point that out throughout the entire. <laughs> well, and that's where Lifetime can get bogged down, Sam. So like if that had happened, this movie would have run like two hours, like with, with commercials. With it would probably be like, and... it'd be like three hours long. So right. well, the family hugs and everything, and everyone laughs at the end, pretty much, and like they're all happy. Yeah, again, why? She's literally in like a surgical gown and has just escaped with her life, and people are like, ha 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 ha! Like, there's literally a couple who's like laughing and throwing their head back out of yeah. Point <laughs> oh man, we totally ah, thought you were dead. <laughs> I'm right. Like, why wouldn't you be like, holy shit, you're alive? We need to Who call someone. There's yes. A- not just cops, but also a lot of paperwork to like undead someone. By the way, like yeah, those to, are those are undead them. So <laughs> then we cut to the police. They don't find Doctor Beck at his house because he's in Cabo San Lucas speaking uh-huh. Spanish to a waitress, preparing for his next date with me. <laughs> oh, well, that's yeah, that's and it does fun. actually. That's a, that's I, a nice I, little I did, ending. I do have to say I appreciated the bookending philosophy of the way that they started the movie and the way they ended the movie. Like they started yeah. with his smug face, um, <clears throat> waiting for a date, and that is exactly how they ended it. And it was a, I like horror movies and stuff, so I tend to yeah. like that format of like, oh, okay, we're going to establish, and then we're going to come back to it. Um, right. And and the fact that it's like, oh no, the guy's still out there, like the the killer's still out there, and yeah. it's like doing that kind of stuff you know it's like any kind of like you know any freddy or jason or anything like that where it's like it's a killer or michael or whatever and they set it up for four more movies so they did a good job at creating a franchise you know go for it i say go for it like whenever that happens it's just like dude yeah if you're setting up a thing where it's just like oh and all this happens and whoa and then it's just that little that little wink at the end you know like uh (laughs) was it uh, Silence of the Lambs, the same thing. We're just like, oh shit, we're yeah. the carrot. We're the main character is actually the killer. <laughs> so I kind of I do appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate they kind of followed that little. And this little is genre. one of the most popular franchises on Lifetime. So like, stop <laughs> by a doctor. It it tracks it 
like I don't know the ratings are very good for this for some reason people and, really and like everybody it. has comments everybody has like really like interesting backstory stuff where they're like and, and and a lot of people are asking if these are real stories by the way yeah online um maybe in in a way yeah like in, I'm sure inspired some kind of fucking... by true events <laughs> loosely yeah Right. Yeah. Very loose. loosely inspired. There was a cardiologist who went on a date one time. Right. And that, so and that was the now, true part. This is, yeah. This is the true part. <laughs> okay. So that wraps up our conversation about stocked by my doctor on um, the podcast, Sam. We either pour it up or put a cork in it. What are you going to do to this movie? Which is which? Pour it up means yay. Put a cork in it means no thank you. Would not recommend. Um, put a cork in it. Great. Putting a cork in it. Yep. I, you... This is not. Uh, listen, for like horror movie fans and for fans of you know like, I, I watch Star Trek and stuff like that. So um, this is not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's However, fair. I enjoy the podcast. So yes. Well, you know, they're two different things. No, they are. So yeah, I would not go out of my way to watch this movie um, at all. <laughs> yeah, true. Right. How about you? Uh, not having seen it and just being explained to it and the fun that I had with it today, I would say uh, I'm going to pour it up. I'm going to pour it up uh, <laughs> because uh, the couple of those trope reasons that you were talking about with like horror movies and that kind of shit, where it's like, oh, oh, he didn't. Oh, he's uh, somewhere. He did. He survived, and he's somewhere, and he's gonna do it again. You need and then, you need a bottle to go with you on that journey, my friend. Mm-hmm. Just to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, and I've had part of a bottle listening to you guys tell me about it. Nice. And so I'll say, I'll say, uh, and you know, it's Eric Roberts, man. I'm gonna pour it up. I'm pouring it up. Yeah. I gotta say, um, I learned a lot about him. I would watch his stuff. He's good, man. Nice. Yeah. And. Yeah, I would also pour it up for this one because it kicks off a franchise. The middle of the franchise, probably not the best. Um, but the end of the franchise, the uh, sleepwalking, what is it? Stopped by my doctor, a sleepwalker's nightmare actually was pretty good. So the bookends of- that? I've I've watched that, yeah. I watched that for like my own personal like life for fun. <laughs> I didn't huh. cover it on the podcast. Um <laughs> I would recommend those two, and then the middle ones, I'd say, just skip them. Uh, but okay. Eric Roberts is really good in anything he's in. He knows what he's doing, and he understands it's a Lifetime movie, and he really just commits to that craziness, uh, which Jealous. is funny. Uh, yeah. And I think if you look at it as a dark comedy, it's golden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as, as a horror movie, it's terrible. Like I love horror yeah. as yeah. well. And I know Sam loves horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, start our, we'll start our horror, horror movie so podcast. Hard. but Yes. Uh, I will yeah. review all the shitty horror movies for you. There you go. So um, There's no such thing as a shitty horror movie. Oh, there true. are. Yeah. Oh, my They're God. Always I love fun. them. I love the shitty horror movies. That's what I mean. There's no such thing are, as like. They are great. the best. House of Wax. Uh, even, House of Wax, even a everyone. Sh- even a oh, shitty God. horror movie is fucking amazing. We'll do like a bonus House of Wax episode. On our yes, 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 yes. That would be uh, so fun. Yeah. I would love that. Um, yes. Wonderful. Yes, well, let's um, do a Candace. Okay. A what? Let's do a little Candace Camber Beret. Candace Camber Beret. Here we go. 
Wait, wait, no, no, no. What is that? Oh, uh, don't, this is... don't worry. We'll explain it. We'll explain it. But okay. first, we have to, we pause have to for play. The song. <laughs> okay. What you say, Candace Cameron Bure. On my wedding day, catch that bouquet. Candace hits the games. Candace Cameron Bure, drinking rosé, eating creme brulee, can't share with me, Candace Cameron Bure, yeah. what you say, Candace Cameron Bure. Okay, and we're back. So Sam, you don't know what a Candace is, Candace Cameron Bure from Full House, Fuller House, you know her. Yep. Uh, and she's a little problematic with the gays, so we have the theme song that you just heard to um, kind of not not necessarily make fun of her, but keep her in our in our sights and make sure she's like being a good person. And keep her you, close. Keep her mm-hmm. close to the keep keep your enemies close and keep your enemies <laughs> closer or whatever the saying is. Friends um, close, enemies closer. <clears throat> you know, like no, I think it is. It's keep your keep your enemies close and then keep your enemies closer. I think that is <laughs> right. That's it. I I'm going to embroider that on a t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. you know, we just like to check in on Candace. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play a clip for you to oh, listen no. to and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. Um, normally, these are video clips that I show you, but since we're on Zoom, on. I just play Hold the on. audio. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> Got to crack gonna, another You're going to need that. All right. Here we go. It's a short one. It's a short one. So sore, and my hip flexors are really sore. Mm-hmm. Because of a TikTok video. I didn't post it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. See, this is why I'm too old to TikTok. What? Okay. It, it, so, is, it's, it is why you're what? too old to TikTok. So, Candace in quarantine has been really getting into TikToks because her kids told her TikTok was cool. And uh, she injured her back doing a TikTok dance Uh and decided to post about it on Instagram because I follow her on Instagram. So you don't have to. Please don't follow her. Um, her. Thank you for taking the hit for all of us. You're welcome. Uh, He's like Jesus. Patrick is basically like Jesus. You're you're running in that firing line and we all appreciate that. uh -uh. So my question for you, Sam, is do you do TikTok? Do you know about TikTok? Do you care about TikTok? Um, I know of TikTok. Do not do TikTok. Right. It is a Don't spyware software really made by the Chinese. <laughs> Although some things are amusing, but only if they're cross-posted to other like platforms because I don't like regularly. I don't have the app. I don't do like I don't participate in that. So right. it has to go through like a filtration to yeah. reach me because I'm an old person, right? Yeah. Well, like, TikTok ah. TikTok is a garbage app. It's it's made yeah. by the Chinese. It's made it's absolutely like it the, the stuff that it takes like the stuff that it takes from your device when you install it that's required to like it's like allow 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 oh really it, it gets it does i'm all up on it it does so many allows no 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 if i know if, your if, last if, name is if if, if 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 i have to hit more than like three allows the app off is the not grid. allowed in my life off the grid it's just not so it's not, like you would that's think my dream off the grid i want to go totally mm-hmm. off but okay yes okay if to... if you did like if like when you because i wanted to see like what it allowed one time just to see like because i work in 
and fraud and stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to see like how much, how many things it wanted to look at in my in my phone. Uh-huh. And so I was just like, I allowed it, and then just to see, and it was like your photos. Okay, that makes sense. It's TikTok. Your video. Okay, that makes sense. Your audio. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, it should not at all take anything else. It was like your. Uh, oh, your browser settings on Chrome, your browser what? settings on Firefox, yeah. your browser settings on this, your Whoa. settings on this, your fucking, oh. like, it was asking, like, what, like, your your contacts, your fucking, oh, my God. It was oh like, my God. this is garbage. Those, like, what does the internet know about you things? Yeah. Poners. Uh, uh, have I been pwned? That's one that you, everyone yeah. needs to look at. What yeah. is it called? Because everyone has been I want to do it. What is it called? Uh, have I been pwned.com? P- you just put your email. P-O-N- it's P. No, it's P W. So it's P W uh, N E D. Have oh. I been pwned? Okay, I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone should look at that. Our listeners, too. You should look at that. Yep. I 100% guarantee you everyone has been pwned at least once. Yep. Or twice. It sounds like, cute. On something. It sounds like adorable. Yeah. Have I been pwned? That sounds fun. But no, it's actually, it's actually like, yeah. We, what is it? Your identity. Your identity? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. No, it's it's a heavy, like, if, if your account credentials have been, um, like, taken. Yep. Well, someone from, logged from into a, my Netflix in Turkey, so. Shut yeah, up. Someone, someone, someone. Wait, what did they watch? My, I want to know that. I have no idea. I didn't look into it. I just got the email yeah, to change yeah, my trick. password. I was like, <laughs> I guess I'll change my password. Well, I started seeing, like, kids' cartoons, uh, like, on my Hulu one time, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, "Nope, something's happening. Mm-hmm. Something's fucky." Yep. Okay. So you just, you just uh, and all, and literally all you have to do to fix it is change your password. Yep. There you go. That's it. Done. Okay. Internet well, privacy. Uh, internet security. Internet privacy. It is important. Yes. There you go. Wonderful. Uh, sorry. What was your actual TikTok question? No, no, that was that was that what was you're it? supposed to do. You no. did the Candace Cameron Bray segment perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it is time for pluggy time. So, Sam, do you have anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time? Um, you know, usually people do their social media, but you could Don't do a cause you like or something Like any else. concerts that okay. you are performing or... Yeah. Um, <laughs> All the theater that's happening. Right. Right. Uh, God, if you asked me any other time, I would actually have something to say. But, like, it's it's, yep. it's the in-between times where we don't have things going on, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Trash world. Um, we live in trash world. Fight the power. Okay. Fight the- there you go. Drew, the how, about, Black Lives Matter. how about you? Yeah. Anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, Black Lives Matter, defund the police. Fucking mm-hmm. uh, follow me on my Instagram at Drew, but with pants. And and listen to get on Spotify in your own home and the safety of your own home and listen to my band, The Limbos. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to look that up. They're pretty good. They're pretty They're very good. Fun. Yeah, I'm um, on social media, really. So, sorry, Drew. You're good. You're it's good. just Spotify. It. Pull it up on Spotify, the limbo. You have Spotify, though. Well, thank you both for being here. Yeah. And it's been so fun. And thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Life to McCourt. We watch these movies so you don't have to, but if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me at Patrick McGill or the podcast at Life to McCourt. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, goodbye. Bye.